Welcome to Life in Perspective. I am so excited. I feel like I say that every week, but I'm always excited about this week's episode. I got my brother, brother, singer, dancer, creative, just all around amazing human being, Michael Wilson. Yep. What's popping? Yeah, I'm tired. The traffic is crazy. And <laughs> it's it set, LA. But it set me up because this morning, smooth. And I was texting people like, yo, there's no traffic today. Where, where's people at? That I was looking for on the road this morning were on the road tonight. Mm. Every single last <laughs> one of them. <laughs> they waited till I had to be somewhere. You said, where's the traffic? The evening yeah, said right here. They said, we here. We didn't go nowhere. <laughs> we consistent. No, but I'm good, though. I'm great. I yeah, love that. It's a good year for me. Come on. Tell us. It's tell us good, about the good year. You know... What I love about God for me is like that Psalms 91 of protecting you from everything. Like mm-hmm. he really protects me from everything. Mm-hmm. And when he leads me to make hard choices, on the other side of that, he shows me why. Mm-hmm. And I love it because some of the things I've, I go through are hard, but the way he's been bouncing back, the reward is just crazy. Mm-hmm. So recently, I don't know what's... Well, actually, I do know what's going on. It's just obedience. But... God would be like, give this person money. Mm-hmm. And his turnaround and giving it back to me times a million more mm-hmm. has been faster than normal. Wow. So there was one day, uh, sometimes I teach dance classes. He was like, I want you to do a giveaway around $1,500. Give one the first person who signed up 500 buy all these gift cards because most people don't have cards. Mm-hmm. So I did all this, spent this money, did it in my class, people crying, right? Wow. Uh, next day. I haven't received income tax returns in <laughs> ages because I had school loans and all mm-hmm. of these things. They were like, oh, we have back pay $7,000. I said, okay. I said, okay, Jesus. Okay, fast forward a week later, my friend's car was broken into and $3,000 worth of tools and equipment was stolen and he uses it for work and his mm-hmm. Airbnbs. And God's like, give him 1000 I didn't hesitate. I was like, Lord, that's a lot, but I didn't hesitate. I gave him 1000 <laughs> Yeah. Two hours later, something from when I was 18, which was a long time ago, checked for $8,500. It was like, oh, yeah, from they, they took advantage of your loan from your first, first, first car. And I didn't even know about it. I, I thought it was fake. <laughs> I literally was like, this is, they trying to scale me. This is, they trying to get me. No. So God's just been, this, this latter part of the year, just turning things around quickly for me, according mm-hmm. to obedience after all I had to sacrifice. So it's been very cool to see and necessary because you're like, I was tired. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. No, I love that. What has that done for your faith? (sighs) I think more than my faith, what it's done for my testimony Mm -hmm. is important Mm -hmm. because I don't mind sharing it. And it's cause other people to follow suit and be more obedient and attentive to God because it's not about money. Mm-hmm. It's about following his voice. And I'm seeing people do that and then reap rewards in their own situations and circumstances. So it's done more for my testimony and God's glory than just my faith. Cause I, I have strong faith for the yeah. most part. Um, but it's been a nice little Selah. No, listen, I, it, it didn't help my faith. Okay, it didn't help my like. I consider myself to be pretty obedient. I think that that right there though is just a testament to who God is. Because mm-hmm. it's to your point, not about the money. It's really about will you trust Him over the thing that you need? Yeah, or the thing that it's like 
Elder, you're right. You said you bless me with this. I'm gonna give you this, and even if you don't give it back, yeah, still the step of obedience is enough. So 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 much enough. Yeah, and necessary for sure. Yeah. I love that. Okay, wait. I want to scale back a little bit though, um, because first of all, Michael is the guy. Okay, I'm cool. He is a dancer. Okay, but then like you weren't a dancer. Okay, okay. First. Tell, tell the people, some of the people you've danced for. Because the reason you got to tell them is because then we're going to go back to the fact that you were not a dancer. Okay. I've danced for everybody. <laughs> so I've danced for um, everyone. I, uh, I've toured with Prince. I toured with Bieber for like 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. I worked for Beyonce. I've worked for Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I've worked for Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, lit- I mean, the list is... We'll go on and on. I've done multiple Super Bowls, a um, few movies. One's out tomorrow. Come Can- on. Candy Cane Lane Come with on. Eddie Murphy. Uh, but it's hard to list my credits because I, at this point I've been so blessed and in this amount of time that I forget them. But it goes on to mm-hmm. NERD. It goes all the way to DJ Khaled, Kirk Franklin I sang for, John Legend mm-hmm. I sang for. Um it's it's I don't remember all the people. What did you to be honest? What did you move to LA for? Well, I'm from here. You're from here. Okay. Yeah, well, my dad's from Watts. My okay. mom's from the Inland Empire, the IE. Okay. I used to live there. I used uh, to live in Temecula. Okay, so you know, so I I went to high school in Riverside. Okay. And was sort of back and forth in LA. Um, at the time, I didn't I danced and sang because I was black. And black kids dance and sing. Or they it's, play basketball. And- exactly, period. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play basketball. I didn't have hands. Not those <laughs> hands, other hands. <laughs> but I did dance and sing. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, but I don't want to do that. My family members uh, did that and it didn't work out for them. All of them ended up on drugs and wow. and just not the people they should have been mm-hmm. with the talent and potential God placed in them. So I quickly wrote that off yeah. and said, you know, I'm going to just go to school and get a degree. And I just want an office <laughs> and I want a job where I know how much Security? money I'm going to make. <laughs> and I'm going to be grateful and love the Lord. Mm. And so I went to college. I went to Cal State LA for communications, mass okay. communications, minored in political science. And I planned mm. to be a senator and work in politics because I am passionate about people and making change. I'm pretty bold. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow the narrative and the norms of the world. So I'm a great candidate to mm-hmm. be a spokesperson or a change agent. Okay. And then God shut all of that down. Clearly, because that's he, not... He, but I was disobedient. Mm, because when, when I was a freshman in college, mm-hmm. as a joke, I auditioned for this MTV series called The Assistant. It was a parody to make fun of reality television. Okay. Andy Dick and I got on it but I auditioned as a joke so you didn't go no I did go but I went to the audition I said oh I probably didn't get it me and my friends laughed like I can't believe you did that because it was not in my dream Mm -hmm. list right and then a month later they were like oh okay you're in the next round of being selected and then like three months later I just kept getting calls and then finally almost a year later they're like you've been casted for the show and uh, at this point, I mean, I come from literally nothing. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let's let's see what it's about. Ended up on this MTV show. It was really cool, but also terrible because you saw so many of the celebrities that you saw on TV that are awesome, who they are off screen mm-hmm. and how they live off camera. And I said, I'm not about to, I'm not about, I already had to grow up around that. I'm not about to subject myself to be around mm-hmm. it more. Wow. Um, but God reminded me of one time when I was on set and- 
the camera dude was just huge, mm -hmm. big black dude. And I'm not tall. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was standing there and I looked at him and God gave me a word and I dropped it on him right before wow. my scene. And he just started crying. And then I was like, I didn't know what to do at the moment because my gift wasn't operating. It was a little bit new for me. For and sure. I sort of turned away and they were like, Michael calling me for my scene. And I and heard you God. you just unraveled the camera guy. <laughs> and I heard God say, I need you to be a light in the industry. And I got, I got so, I'm almost emotional. I got so depressed because I was trying to avoid the life. And so I was disobedient because there was a series of opportunities for me. And I started turning them down wow. and ran away from it, finished school. And God made everything disappear for me. He started making my school loans disappear, housing. He was like, I told you to be in the industry. You're trying to finish school. I didn't tell you to finish school. So it always gets me together. <laughs> it's just like, wow. So that was my journey. And God finally said, like, Michael, I'm serious. And I said, okay, but can it not be through acting? Can it be through something else? Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, you always had rhythm. <laughs> you always could kind of dance. Yo. And me, I'm very, I'll go. If I hear something, I normally will go at mm -hmm. least. And I went and called a dance studio up and started working the front desk so I can get free classes. And that's that's how it started. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. It's just like it has it does it has me speechless, like the intentionality of God. Mm-hmm. Um but to hear you start this conversation off with how you've been reaping the fruit of your obedience, mm -hmm. but then to go back to where it started, it's like God literally reveals your calling through a step of obedience. Yes. And and the fact that you had so much trust for God to say, say this and you say it mm -hmm. with no regard for what is he going to think? Or what if it doesn't work? Or what, Like all of the things that we tell ourselves when right. God says do something, you just jump right in it. That's somebody who has a history with God. Mm -hmm. Like you trusted God enough to do that. Right. Where does that come from? I have to just give credit to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I wasn't raised in church. Mm -hmm. Um no one in my family barely even believed. They weren't uh, like atheists. They weren't an like we yeah. pray before food. And if someone about to die, they, everybody pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so <laughs> people believe they in God. Black. Exactly. Yeah. What you expect. We sing and dance. We pray to Jesus. Like it's very clear. <laughs> um, but no one went to church or anything. Mm -hmm. And when I was in about fourth grade, I started having really intense dreams. Wow. Scary dreams, but colorful. So it'd be like, the whole world being destroyed, but in many beautiful colors. Mm -hmm. So it sparked my interest and I would wake up crying and just talk to the sky and started going to school, asking questions. Does your family go to church? What do you believe? So I was like talking to my Asian friends who follow Buddha and asking people and started going to churches. And I noticed my family members would be like, oh, don't go to that church. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but y'all don't go to church. So why are you telling me not to go to church? <laughs> So I already, I didn't know what it was, but I could sense like something's trying to keep me from this. So I snuck and joined a choir, got in trouble, got pulled out and 
so the long story short is I wasn't raised in church, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit called me yeah. and I responded. I started at, by the time I was 12, I found an apostolic faith church wow. in Moreno Valley. Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elder Bell. And I started hitchhiking <laughs> to go to church. At twelve, Michael, what? Yep, and I at would just twelve. Yes, and I would. You just was on I the would, road. Like, I would fi- because it was a different time too. I would. No, no, no. Just, I'm, I'm you know, not, I want the details. Yeah, like the first time, I think I asked my friend's parents who okay. did not go to the church to Could just drop, drop me off. off, and I started asking people to do that, and then I would stay, and as I got to know the members, he like he took me home, I, or I would hang out with them because I wanted to go to both services, so I would hang out with them, and then eventually I was hanging out with the pastor. In between lunch, he'll take me to his house with his family. I would eat. And then after a while, my because I got filled with the Holy Spirit, well, yeah. it got activated. And I started speaking in tongues all the time at home. And then my family was like, at, the, at this point, my mom was off drugs, mm-hmm. remarried. And they were like, oh, we'll go. And then that's how my family got involved. So I can't take credit because it was the Holy Spirit first reaching out to me. And like I said, since I'm bold... I was comfortable enough within myself to respond. And then also when you come from nothing, I mean, what do you have to lose? So that's sort of, in my opinion, where it comes from, because I don't know where else to place it. I, okay. <clears throat> I need to be able to articulate all the things that are happening on the inside of my heart. Um, she loves Jesus. I really, really love Jesus. I know, and, and I love and it. And like... <laughs> <laughs> like your your story is really really getting me. Um, it was interesting because I was I was having a conversation with someone and they were kind of asking me, um, like, why do I sit down with people who like say they're believers but their lives aren't reflected in it in their occupation, mm-hmm. basically. And this. to hear you say um, that when God called you, He said, "I want you to be a light in the industry." Mm-hmm. And then I hear your story and I'm like, that makes so much sense because he could trust you. Mm-hmm. Like he literally created circumstances that made you pursue him in spite of what everything around you, mm-hmm. like the fact that everything around you was going against you and you still were like, mama, daddy, it may, it reminds me of that scripture that says like, yeah. If you really pursue me, you will leave right. mama. You'll leave everybody. You'll leave everybody yes. for me. You are literally that. And it's like, that's why I wanted you to name the people you've worked with. And mm-hmm. somebody's going to be like, he's a believer. He's done all. Yeah, because God right. can trust you with it. Right. He can trust you with it because he knows that it doesn't matter what you come up against. You're going to be bold and stand in. No, Jesus is actually really real to me. Yes. And I want you to know that. Yes. Because people who don't believe what we believe still deserve the, they still deserve to know that their savior died for them. And they still deserve to interact with us. Yeah. Yes. I don't. Because we are all people. We are all and people. And we're all made. In God's image. And Jesus had conversations with people who were from all walks of life. All people. All people. I have a quick funny story about because this is this blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know who Kesha? Do you know who Kesha uh-huh. is? Uh-huh. Right at the time, I didn't like where her branding was, mm-hmm. and I said to my friends, "Oh, I'll never work for her." <laughs> the Lord say, "Watch." <laughs> a week later, this choreographer who I always say yes to without asking what the project is, mm-hmm. because it's always the right situation, said, I need you to help me choreograph something. Cool. I didn't ask any details. Mm-hmm. I walked into rehearsal. It was Kesha. Mm. I said, this is interesting. I said, okay. 
what's the what's the song title? Gonna Die Young. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, what's the treatment for the for the music video? Mm -hmm. Opening scene, show up in the hearse, we go kind of wreck a church and dance. And I said, Lord, what? <laughs> I already told you. But he was very firm and like, I need you here. So I'm going through with the with the project, right? I get to set and I'm like, okay, they're not tearing up the church. They just want to dance in the church. Mm -hmm. I can handle that. But then the director and the mom and her were like, somebody died over there. Let's have a seance. Um, there's this orgy scene. And I text Pastor Ture <laughs> and every pastor on <laughs> earth. You said, uh. I said, y'all, I'm on set. It's extremely demonic. The dancers... Some of the models were pretending to be sick to leave. Some of the dancers felt like they couldn't leave. And I was wow. like, it's just me. So I had everybody praying. Two hours later, the mom comes in, shuts down the whole production. She's like, no one should watch their daughter do this demonic stuff. Mind you, she was the one talking about having a <laughs> seance two hours prior. And then the director ran it so poorly, the video just ended up not what it would have been. And I was forced on that job because I was like, I will not do this job. And I was tricked. And the dancers are texting me to tell uh, PT, yo, thank you for praying for me. It helped me. Like, I mean, it just was a complete turnaround. I, and I had to share that because no, it's one of my favorite stories. No, you had to share that um, because it it speaks to the importance of obedience, but also not fully having all the pieces, mm -hmm. but just God saying you need to be here. Right. Because it's it's literally intercession. Mm -hmm. that video not only did it not need to happen for the people that are in the room but all of the people it would have impacted by seeing that right. was like no this is a thing God wants to stop mm -hmm. but we can't stop where we are not that's true because we if you weren't in the room nobody would have knew that was going on prayers couldn't have gone forth and interceded to stop that it's like we we miss our assignments because we're so consumed by like, oh, we don't, we don't do that. We don't talk to those people. We don't mess with those people. And some like, I love everything about this because everybody, everybody deserves the gospel. Yes. How, however it shows up. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And so thank you for being brave enough to stand in those spaces. And, and I love that it's so chill. It's like secret agent, like, Every time. It's like it's like it's like God doesn't even make you like expose your hand. He's mm -mm, like just be present so I can be present and I can do what I need to do. Yep. And I love every bit of that. What do you say to encourage a person who feels like they're called to do both things but they're afraid? I would say just spend all of your energy and time casting your emotions, your thoughts, and your plans to Christ and just spend time getting to know him and know yourself and make the goal people and spreading the love of Christ versus what he may or may not be telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. I've never been obsessed with what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. Never. And I've always told people that I didn't dance isn't my passion and I followed my passion. Yeah. I followed my purpose 
and it led me to my passion. Mm -hmm. My purpose inspired me to be obedient with my talents and my gifts, and therefore they became my passion. Just like God's love for us is his passion. It's not simply to save people. Mm -hmm. God's first passion is to love us mm -hmm. unconditionally. You know, so you don't have to get so caught up in, should I go? Should I not? Should I do this? Should I that? Just spend time with God mm -hmm. and connect with people everywhere you go. Because at the end of the day, I'm a worship leader if I'm on stage or not. Come on. I'm a dancer if I lost my legs tomorrow. I'm a singer if my voice failed me. No matter what, I'm everything God designed me to be according to identity, not doing. Mm. And so that's always helped me stay focused with the juggling of both and being sensitive to when God says go and when he says no. Mm -hmm. There may be the opposite where you really want to do it mm -hmm. and it looks right on the outside and it could be good money and your favorite artist and he'll be like, that's a no. Mm -hmm. And you won't understand and you have to have the same strength to say no as the as you had to go. Mm -hmm. What do you what do you tell someone who I have a a lot of friends or just people I disciple who are aspiring actors or just getting their foot in the door mm -hmm. and they come across a scene that's like this is not I can't do this but I need a job. I need an mm -hmm. opportunity. How do you navigate compromise? First thing is know your non-negotiables ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I know the few things that I just absolutely will not do. And the things that I'm on the fence about, I'm extremely sensitive to prayer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you thinking? And then I also have accountability partners. What do you think mm -hmm. about this as well? Because God uses people mm -hmm. to help us, right? And, um, and from there, don't be afraid to ask there's been plenty of times on jobs where I said, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Can I do this instead? And for me, they'll say, absolutely, mm -hmm. because it's you. So we shouldn't even assume that we're going to be rejected. Yeah, You have to have faith enough, not just to be on the job, but faith enough to know that you'll have favor on it. Mm -hmm. And Joseph had favor while serving mm -hmm. Pharaoh. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? David had favor while serving Saul. Mm -hmm. We have to have the encouragement and the the truth that we'll have favor and it won't be the same situation it's been for people who aren't connected to Christ mm -hmm. or aren't followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, Michael, I am so, so encouraged by I've and I feel like I've heard a lot of your testimony. You have lucky. Yeah, yeah. Cause cause y'all you had a near-death experience too. But too we, many. we just a lot of them. But he is still here. And it's because the Lord has need of him. And ain't Amen. nothing gonna take you out. That's but I true. also will pray for you harder because now I understand mm -hmm. those near-death experiences. Like even my recent car accident. That I was at a stop. This was like a month ago. I was fully stopped. Mm -hmm. This huge car flew into me. I hit my head, concussion, glass, everything. And I just got done ministering at a dance rehearsal, a non-Christian dance rehearsal mm -hmm. that went to Saudi Arabia. Wow. <laughs> telling the dancers, listen, following God doesn't mean you avoid problems. It mm -hmm. just means you'll get through it mm -hmm. with encouragement, with peace, and you'll come out stronger. I sp literally stayed after work to tell these younger guys that, because a lot of guys respond to me. Then I got in this car accident that should have taken me out. Sure. My car was totaled. I mean, everyone was like, how are you okay? 
So I need all the covering is my point. No, for sure. <laughs> I and need when, all when of the covering. When we turn these cameras off, we're going to pray. All of the covering. For sure, for sure. Uh, before we do that, though, I'd love for you to pray. Um, mm. And just for people who um, are called to places where, that are anti-God. Mm-hmm. And um, just how to have boldness and kind of stand in what God is calling them to do. Mm-hmm. Well, God, we thank you. We thank you, God, not just for the opportunity to do, but the opportunity to be. I love that before the great fall, you know, we had the opportunity to be amongst your presence. Mm -hmm. And even Cain, after he murdered Abel and was kicked out of the garden, his main frustration was that he wouldn't be amongst your presence, God. And to me, that is mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So God, I thank you that in being who we are and in finding you, we come to know and understand what life is about beyond what we've been told it's about. And I thank you, God, for people having the encouragement and the boldness and the strength and the authority and the confidence to first seek you out. So that they can love God with all of their hearts, their souls, and their minds. And then I pray for that same strength, God, to find who they really are, to confront who they shouldn't be or who they are no longer, and to submit it in your hands and say, God, fashion me, mold me, make me available to you in my heart, in my desires, in my dreams and aspirations. And then from there, God, show us how to love our neighbors. Show us how to love every single person around us, not just those we want something from, but even the people who won't. The people we'll never talk to, but maybe we'll wave from a distance. The 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 guy at the uh, the gas station or the grocery store who they work every time we're there, but we don't know their names. I just pray that love flows from us. And as love fro- flows from us, it will help us to know where we need to flow to use everything we've placed inside of us. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone, God, who hasn't discovered what their purpose is, I pray that they understand their purpose is to just love you and to love them themselves and to love their neighbors as they love themselves. And from there, their next opportunity in Christ is to seek out all of the treasures you've placed in them mm-hmm. and to steward those treasures treasures well and to shepherd those treasures well and to invest in them, not for what they can get, but for what they can give back to you to say, mm-hmm. God, look, I, I saw I could sing a little bit. Look what I did. I saw I could write a little bit. This is what I did. I'm really good with the elders. I helped every Everyone in my neighborhood, I'm good with the kids. I started volunteering at the recreational centers. And as we give it back to you, since you are so good, I can only imagine what you'll give back to us. And I thank you that when we do it unto you first, like it says in Colossians 3, it will never have a hold of us, but rather it can pass through us to help shift the world around us, Mm -hmm. to help people heal, to help people be set free, and to help people just enjoy life. Because I don't believe we were meant to suffer and have pain all of our lives. And I don't think Jesus died and you let us still be born all these years later so we can quickly get to heaven. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you want us here. There's a reason why you brought us here. And I know that is to be enjoyed. And I know that is to be fruitful and multiplied and to have dominion and power. And yes, we may suffer, but suffering does not come without glory yeah. when it's in Christ. So, so strengthen good. us, activate us, encourage new gifts, 
resurface old gifts, lay down things that no longer serve the people where they are now, and just remind every single person that hears us, there is no limit to what we can do for you, through you, and in you when we submit to you and resist the devil. So I look forward to people who are 60 years old who will hear this and say, I can't do this, I can't do that anymore, but I have this idea. And I look forward to the little kid who thought they were too young and the uh, the person who was blind and didn't realize that maybe they can hear really well. Like I just, I'm grateful for everything that surfaces because it's so much bigger than just the hype of what we think we have. It's everything you placed inside of us and made us with. Uh, and that's it, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. First of all, thank you for sharing another part of your story, child. You, you need a book or a movie. Okay, at this I have point. a book. Come on. It's just not a um, it's not an autobiography. It's a self development book. Okay. Called the Mighty Little Book. Is it, came, it out? Can yeah, we it came. It? Yeah, that's everywhere. It came out in 2016. It's a bestseller and everything. Okay. All right. You better right. tell us about the bestseller. It's like a little, it's not a daily devotional because it's not per date, but it's a daily read. They're okay. short inserts. So like Instagram, how you have your picture and then your caption. Yeah, yeah. I said, this is a great, I started, I used to post a lot. Like instead of just my caption, I would post a, a, one of my quotes as my photo and then in the description, right? And I looked around, I said, this is a book. And so I collected wow. a nice amount, went through them, and composed them into a book per category and released it on my late grandmother's birthday to honor her death so we wouldn't mm -hmm. be so sad every time her birthday rolled around. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been out, um, but it's not about my life. For sure. I just shared a little bit of my testimony, but mm -hmm. it's out there. I, I do my thing. Come on. Come on. We, we going to get the book. I'm going to go get the book. Yeah, Love get that. the book. It ain't dead. Come on. <laughs> It's and not. It's never gonna die. And you die. can go and post those pictures and the clips in your Instagram again. Yeah, and it would be brand new. Yeah, every every <laughs> July when it came out and Christmas, I'll be like, hey, go get, go get this for go somebody. This. Somebody somebody, somebody need this. Uh huh. At least one of the pages. <laughs> I love that. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, go tap in with Michael. Tell them where they can find you. You can find me at mightymichael.com. Michael is M Y K E L L. It's not Michael. So, no, my parents ain't that ghetto now. <laughs> um, mightymichael.com. I'm Mighty Michael on everything Twitter, social, uh, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. And once again, website. So, holla at me. Uh, I'm, this, I'm who I am online, is who I am behind. Closed doors. Come on. Hello. Come on. He is the same, much uh -huh. like our father. I ain't got God. time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Y'all, I hope that something was said today to help put your life in perspective. perspective. Do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Please share this. Share this. Share this. Download it on all audio platforms oh, and be right back here with us right next week. Uh, you already know this is Life in Perspective. We out. Thank you.